Welcome to Secrets, the recent winner of the Black Podcasters Listeners Love Award, where KP and PR share their knowledge and experiences in corporate America to advocate for creating generational wealth for the village. Here's how our listener describes Secrets. Keith and Ricky talk about everything in the workplace and beyond that you've always wanted to know about but never really felt comfortable asking. From microaggressions to being your authentic self to systemic racism, KP and PR provide some of the most excellent career advice on the market. And in season six, these brothers will continue coming with hot fire on how to stay on code and trying to reach and exceed your career aspirations, how to use your power and privilege for good, and how to survive the same old corporate performative acts. Your hosts, Keith Powell and Ricky Robinson, want to challenge you, as well as corporate America, to be better and do better. So fill up those cups and welcome to season six. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another outstanding episode of Secrets. KP, my brother, what is happening in your world? What's on your mind? I'm doing all right today, PR. Hope you're doing good, too. You know, and we've done over 100 episodes so far. And even this far in, it's still hard out there that we're realizing, right? I mean, the gift just keeps on giving yeah. at the end of the day. It, it, we, we don't run out of stuff to talk we about. We don't run out of stuff to talk about. We still getting triggered by things that are happening out in the world and it it makes us reflect back to shit that's happened in our career, yeah. you know, like all the time. And it's just crazy. And I've been reflecting lately that at the end of the day, it's just hard out here to remove maneuver in your career when you're black. Yeah, man, it's like an extra layer, <laughs> you know, yeah, of stuff right, that you got to deal with. They like, it's almost like when you're getting like a report on the house, when you get ready to buy it, and then all of a sudden they give you that little inspection, you're like, oh, yeah, oh, well, you are, yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah, you also got to deal with this. You, you got to do this on that, that's right. <laughs> exactly. That's right. <laughs> you know, just like 3-6 Mafia said, you know, I'm going to kind of keep it, keep a hood on oh, you right Lord, here. Oh, Lord, because you thug. It's hard out there for a pimp, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's hard to be black out here while working, man, like it's again it's an extra layer of things mm-hmm. you got to deal with there are so many things we have to deal with on a day-to-day basis how we talk how we show up in the room defending our credentials checking the box two three and four times before we get a promotion on and on and on as erica badu would say man i mean that they even looking at what we drive into the parking lot right. you know what i'm saying on and on and oh, on and on he's been drinking y'all he's been drinking <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here getting musical today, y'all. You know Uh, what I'm saying? That's right. But I do get your point. And black professionals have to do so much more to get ahead. We didn't make the rules at the end of the day, Ricky. Right? We didn't make the rules. But these are the rules we had to play by, too, on so many occasions if we actually want to get ahead. I like to call it the four P's of black expectation in the workplace, right? Those four P's are pronunciation, punctuality, performance and perfection and that's what we're going to talk about today yeah yeah you know kp you stirring up some some shit over there man to be honest with you right but i like it you I know like what i'm saying it. i kind of like that you smoke. know i like to stir the pot a yeah little i bit. like that Sometimes. smoke this feels like a good conversation about to happen today let the people know what we're going to bring to them today man i mean you kind of talked about the four p's but be specific in terms of what we're going to cover today yeah so in this episode we're going to talk about those four p's of black expectation and talk about how they have shown up in our careers we'll provide you receipts on how these four p's show up in the workplace and then we'll close out by providing secrets on how you can use the four p's to your advantage so that we're dismantling all of this harm that we're causing across the organization got it 
And one of the other things I think that we should probably touch on if we can is, is how can organizations get on code, you know, when it comes to dismantling oh, this for harm, sure. right? Because, I mean, they're the ones that can control it. They're the ones that control it at the end of <laughs> the know? day. You know, so let's right. start out by defining the four P's for the village, okay? Yeah. Pronunciation. As black people, we're expected to speak proper English, like proper American English at that. And the, the jacked up part about it all is that when we speak proper English, we are deemed articulate, a.k.a. worthy. Yeah, because it wasn't expected. Right, right. Oh, oh. oh. Yeah, that, that, that's surprising. <laughs> yeah. that, that's peculiar. Right. That's when we use words like that, you know. And the only way we can get ahead is to pass the articulation test. Yes. Okay. So black people have to pass this test of safety and comfort in order to be considered worthy to hold positions of power. Again, we didn't make the rules. Didn't make them at okay? all. Didn't but we have to follow these invisible, unspoken rules in order to get ahead. And if you need a current proof point, look at Ron DeSantis. Oh, Lord. Yeah, no, I'm, no, I'm, I'm no, going to no, take no. you that. It's, on, been, it's been bothering me. Come on. It's been bothering me, okay? <laughs> Many people say that he has the personality and interpersonal skills of a wet paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm being nice. Being and, nice. I'm, and I'm being That's nice. Right. And being I'm giving nice. him more That's credit right. than I right. probably should, okay? Yes. Yet he is being touted as a leading candidate for the President of the United States. Now, we're not challenging what his American citizenship. That's right. Whatever. Okay, we're not talking about, we're not talking about him having a, a tan suit. You That's know, right. like that, Nothing. okay? You know, there are other people considered more articulate in the party, such as Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, who are considered much more personable that are polling much less favorably than him. Now, now I don't want anybody to get this mistake and I ain't rooting for none of them. None I'm of just them. talking about what That's it right. is. That's okay. Right. That's right. But what do you call like who are considered much more personable, you know, than then like we said before, but what do you call that stuff? That's right. Okay. That's right. Like when you got a cat that's like boring is all get out. Yeah. But he's leading. Yeah. I mean, like, how many times do we see this in the workplace? Right. You know, because someone might have, like, a British accent. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Or they may speak better than you or may have a few certain words that they use. Mm -hmm. We automatically deem them as smart and intelligent. Yes. The whole time. (laughs) The whole time. And I know you've seen an example of this, you know, probably in the workplace in your time. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean, I think about... You know, when I, when I even think about like how I grew up in terms of, you know, being from Oklahoma and having a country accent and, you know, a drawl or something like that. And now you think about competing, you know, at school, mm-hmm. you know, or you think about competing in the workplace. And because you might have different examples or different lived experiences, you may not necessarily speak, you know, like some of your counterparts. Exactly. I had, I had a counterpart right now. Like, I am not going to call him out. Okay, but this this kind of are, but this joker. Okay, and I'm keeping it clean. It's now the CHRO for a publicly traded company. Okay, okay, never had any chief experience ever, and do you know this man could not say the word specific. (laughs) Man, I tell you not. Hey, like I say, Lord, you know my heart. Would say Pacific. Pacific. Every time. Never has never had a chief role. You stupid. No, no, none of that stuff. And could not say the word specific. Specific. Okay? Okay. And you want to talk about how I have a command on the English language. Right. <laughs> 
I mean, we this real talk. This like, is this real a, talk. This is a real story. Because Keith knows I would come home and I would say, you know, before we would start recording, I was like, man, this dude done said it again. He did it again. Grating on my on my on my on my nerves, my my reserve nerves. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't had nothing left. Nothing you know left. That. Nothing and, left again. And this fool has gotten like we're talking about like time the Ron. We're talking about again. the, the Santos thing. Yeah, and all of the we're talking about this is the guy that we say is qualified and can 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 lead us into something different. Lead us to all the things. Can't say specific. To the promised land. Can't say specific, man. Pacific. Yeah, we ain't talking about Pacific Ocean. Exactly. That's right. This is not an oceanography <laughs> class, no, y'all. No, no, no. That's right. But I'm a, but I digress, okay? I'm, I'm over getting I'm over getting angry as I'm thinking about it, man. Yes, and besides pronunciation, yeah. there's also punctuality. We ain't and talking about CPT time. That's right. Okay. Well, we're going to have to talk about it a little bit. <laughs> right? But this whole thing around punctuality is one of those things that, that trips people up all the time. Because this isn't about showing that on time for the family cookout. You mm-hmm. already know we're going to be two, three, maybe even four, sometimes five hours. There's always one person that's like five hours late. Well, it depends on what's happening. Like, to the what, cookout. Because we want to know when the food going to get served. No, but that person that five minute, five hours late is the one that's supposed to be reading like the appetizer. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. yeah right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We, we, we can't give that person no responsibility. You, know, you, know, you got to bring. You yeah. can't give them mm-hmm. shit to you, do. Yeah. They got to bring right. ice. Right. Exactly. You got to let them bring that's ice. Right. Bring a bag of chips. Yeah. Yeah. Bring that. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Bring bring a dessert item. Bring a dessert. Yeah, bring right, a dessert because item. Because it ain't gonna work. Because I'm gonna be mad when I was supposed to have some cheese and some salami yeah. at the beginning of the party and you show up five hours late. And you know, and Keith when 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 Keith got a party, you know, Keith got that good ass salami. I got he some got stuff. he got them salamis that you gotta have a subscription to get. Absolutely. You can't go to the store and get that shit. This no, is not subscription. at all. That's not how we roll. Because Lord knows here. I done ate a whole thing of salami today, today. at his house already. Today, already. <laughs> Already, then wipe me out, y'all. Yeah, then wipe me out, and then drink up everything too, and then drink up everything too. That's right. But you know, this whole thing about time and speed at the end of the day are really concepts that have been created by our colonizers at the end of the day to like equate that to competency and dedication. Mm -hmm. You know, this Mm -hmm. whole concept around punctuality, and in Western society, we are judged. By our ability to move fast, despite the fact that most people, we all need time to like really think through stuff. Right. To come up with like the best options and the best ideas at the end of the day. And this is especially true for black people and other peoples of color, communities of color. We need time to process stuff because we always got to have our third eye on and like really figure out what the hell is being said. Yeah. <laughs> what is really going on? What are you really trying to get to before I can actually respond to the shit? That's right. And the fact that we don't process kind of on that normal time yep. cycle, yep. that's actually held against us at the end of the day. And that ain't right. And we're not thinking about what is good for you. We're thinking about how is this action actually going to be used against our yeah, yeah, ass? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like we're, we're, we're not really thinking about like what you're asking me. Right. I'm asking about, we're like we're thinking about what you're asking me and how I answer and how it might be used against me. Right? Against me. That's right. Like, I'm trying to like deflect my harm. Yeah. yeah. That's right. And the trauma. We're talking about, about we're talking way. about like again, we're like we always go back to like to the ancestors. But like uh like when I used to hear my mom and dad argue back in the day, and my dad would always say, Sandra, 
this is some shit rooted in some other shit. That's right. Okay. <laughs> like, we ain't even talking about why I came home late. We talking about some shit back in 1967. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's like, exactly this ain't right. even about today's stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's some shit rooted in other shit. So, before you answer, you're already thinking yeah, about. Yeah, you process it. And, I and, you know, and then all of this is really rooting in our DNA. It's just like. We're trying to protect ourselves and really figure out what's going on before we respond <laughs> so we don't get into some more harm yeah, at the end yeah. of the day, which means that we may be operating at a slower pace than your comfort zone at right, the end right. of the day. That don't mean that we're less comp- you know, less competent or less whatever right, the right, case right. may be at the end of the day. And, you know, we've worked with a lot of white folk yeah. <laughs> in our day mm-hmm. and worked on projects with a lot of white folks in our day. And it's just like, we ain't moving at the, you know, they're just trying to get get to the end. Yeah. Check the box. Get to the end. And it's like, hold on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> hold on. It's okay. That's right. We're going to get there. We all go get there together. But we got to. Yeah, like, we, we, we got to think about some things. We got to think about yeah, some yeah, things yeah, for a minute before we get in there. Yeah. You know, which, which brings me to the other P. Okay. Performance, oh, okay, it's like performance. I mean, but it, this it, is not like how you do the job. Yeah, this is a yeah, little yeah, different, right? Yeah. So when we talk about performance, it means like this: like number one, we are asked to speak out about the great things the organization is doing all the time. Okay, like we, we're supposed to be ambassadors, right? You know, for the organization. Number two, we're asked to be in the photo ops to demonstrate how well we are doing around diversity, right? Yes. It's a bit of the token thing, right? And yes. it's not even like be in the picture. We want you to show teeth. Yeah. <laughs> we want you to show teeth in the picture. Not to be happy you yeah. got this good it, it, job. Man, that, that's a different, that's a different yeah. thing. It's one thing to be in the picture, but when you got to show your dinner work, you're like, bruh, like, man, that means something, <laughs> that right? Means yeah, like, so people right. look at it like, man, he happy. He happy. Man, it's supposed to be a good place yeah, to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. I see why they man. on the top list of Woo. places to work. Yeah, so this right here is a little tricky. You know what I'm saying? Number three, we are asked to be on boards as company representatives, but not provided resources to actually help the organization. Mm-hmm. Like, so again, this is some performative stuff. I'm on here because it make you look good. Yes. And we ain't talking about being on no paid board. No, not at all. We this is a nonprofit about, yeah, working in the hood. Sweat equity, <laughs> right. you know, helping kids, you know, stuff like it ain't nothing wrong with it, but I'm helping kids on behalf of the organization versus me being able to sit on a medical board or a certain right. where I'm getting paid a quarterly stipend or something like that. Yes. That right there, we're going to have to see you do That's some right. other things oh, before thanks. we before let you that. represent that. Right. That's so, right. so again, and then the fourth one, you know, over here is only safe or non-controversial people of color are selected to a uh, part in important process when it comes to recruiting retaining or elevating people of color okay i mean also okay (laughs) we have photos language statistics etc that tokenize people of color versus show how actual existence in the uh situation you know can can kind of help us out there right here's a little secret for white people okay now I've been drinking a little bit. You have. Uh, but, a but, little bit? But A little? Okay, a lot of bit. Okay, okay. I've been drinking a lot, a lot of, of bit, bit, right? Thank but, you. Thank but, you. But I got a little secret for you right here. Then this ain't no C-E-C-R-E-T-S, okay? <laughs> All right, this is it. 
we see right through phoniness, right? Yes, like th- this is the third eye game right here, right? We actually respect you for being truthful about what's going on. Yeah, that's okay? all you got to do. Be just, straight up. Just keep it 100. That's what we say, right? Keep it 100, right? We are fluent and proficient in dealing with whiteness. Yes. Okay? So the more truthful you are, the more we trust you and know how to effect the most impactful change with yes. your help. Yes. Okay? Yes. The other aspect of the performance is having us stand up as examples of how great the organization is doing and or to be the chief education officer where we are teaching the organization about our experiences and trauma in order to help colleagues learn about DEI work. We ain't got time for that anymore. I mean, it's... it's Number one, first first off, we ain't getting paid for it. That's right. That's the the, the first thing. The second one is, I I mean, I can't teach you about my stuff and make you really understand and make you do right. You just have sympathy for me. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, I mean, we learned this stuff with George Floyd. We see this stuff with R. Barry. We see this stuff with like, it's a, I mean, every, every year there's multiple things. Every year there's something going on. There's multiple things. And again, I don't want to sit in the crucial conversation piece here and tell you about my experience. And the implicit bias. Yeah, I don't want to do that stuff. I don't want to tell you how I'm getting pulled over because I'm driving something and then the cops ask me, is this your car? You know, and this, that, the other. But you got a pretty car, Ricky. But I don't need to be pulled over when I ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, and I don't want to have to keep teaching people, like, at my expense, you know, here, right? When they can do the work, you know, for themselves. But we're talking about we're going back to like these P's here with the performance. Like we're not talking about performing in your job. We're talking about the actual performance. Yeah, we're talking is, about- this is like, I expect you to show up this way. And if you don't, I'm holding it against you. Right, right. And the performance we're talking about is almost like a minstrel show performance. Yes, it is. You know what I'm it saying? Is, like, it is. That's right. We don't want to do it. That's right. We have to show up in white face. Oh my God. Jazz hands. Did I the, just say that? Yeah. <laughs> with the jazz hands, with the top hat and spats and the cane, you know, like, man- I ain't doing that. We ain't got time for that. We ain't got time for that. And the last P, we talked about pronunciation. We talked about performance. Yep. <laughs> you know, we talked about punctuality. This last one is perfection. Oh, God. Look. We can't make mistakes. <laughs> nah. I'm just trying we can't to even say. think about a mistake. We can't, right. even, we can't even allude to a mistake okay. happening. Even allude to a mistake that's happened, right? But people of color and black people more specifically, mm-hmm. we don't get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to anything coming to experience our experiences or making mistakes, right? Yeah. It's always held against us. If we make a mistake, it could be like fatal yeah, to everything that we're about and to our being, right? We don't get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to anything. We're either perfect. Or we're not perfect. Yeah. There is no in-between at the end of the day. I can remember sitting in a meeting one time, right? We're sitting in this meeting. It's the end of the quarter. We didn't miss our revenue target. And it wasn't your fault we missed the revenue target. No, not at all. Not at all. We didn't miss the revenue target by millions and millions and millions of dollars, right? They want to focus on the fact that the accountants, and one of the accountants who does the journal entries for like revenue recognition, right? Woman of color. Yeah. Had a little error in one of the journal entries in terms of how we recognize revenue. So that's like called a million dollars. We didn't miss revenue by 50. Yeah, yeah. But that wasn't like <laughs> multi million dollar. Yeah. We didn't miss issue. revenue by 50. We got a little accounting error that's like a million of the 50 million dollar mm-hmm. 
miss. They holding the motherfuckers accountable for the forty nine million <laughs> that we didn't miss the target. We talking about that part. All we want to talk about in the press release how we had an accounting error, yeah. which caused us to miss the revenue target for the quarter. Got the smoke screen <laughs> right here. This is right there. The smoke screen right here. This is like we ain't gonna talk about that. We're going to talk about We're going to talk about this. Gonna- <laughs> yeah, that's important. That's right. important. I hear and you. So but we're going to talk about this This person is going to get punished for making yeah. the mistake. Mm-hmm. And the other one going to get a promotion next quarter. They're going to fail up. Next quarter. This is going to fail up and get a promotion next quarter when we beat the revenue target yeah. by 10. Yeah. But we didn't miss by 50 this quarter. Right. We didn't made it by 10 the next quarter. You're still down 40 by my math. Mm. I'm only a CFO, y'all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, what, what, what do you know? <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, this yeah. is the, it's crazy. Yeah, and and you know, look, I'm sure these expectations have given you know people something to reflect about, but we really want want people in power to think about these expectations and how they are showing up in the way that you operate. Yeah, do you, do you know what I mean? That's like, really important. Like, at the end of the day, That's like right. everyday stuff. Do a little self reflection mm-hmm. and say. When you think about people who are on your team, am I like thinking about them, black people? And it's not just black people, it's people of color, it's women, it's LGBTQ people. Am I projecting Mm -hmm. onto them these things? Yeah. These four P's. Yeah. I mean, are we holding folks to a higher standard, you know, than we hold ourselves to or people who look like us? Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, are we promoting you when you can't say specific? <laughs> I'm going to keep coming to this because it's making me mad. You know what I'm That's saying? Right. It's making me mad. Okay. But are we promoting people, you know, for the wrong, like I, I'm holding you accountable for some things that I'm not even holding my own folks to. But Keith, I mean, what's the impact of this? Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, the impact of, you know, having to live up to all of this stuff at the end of the day, these expectations, it's really just a lo- another level of trauma, yeah. right, and barriers that are impacting marginalized communities in, in terms of their ability to, like, move through their careers right. and right. actually make an impact and, and create generational wealth. And, and, and you know, and, and to that point, like, the impact for me is you don't have authentic leaders. People yes. aren't really being themselves because now I'm trying to be something that I'm not. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you say, you know, I just don't really know the real Keith. I really right. just don't know the real Ricky. Well, you done scared me from being that's right you know the real you trying me, to protect myself yeah. i'm like a turtle right now i'm just going back up my shell and just <laughs> exactly shut the hell up. exactly right. but look like the moral to the story for me man is this is and can be a heavy weight or burden to carry right we do it every day but we're trying to make sure that we tell you it can be a heavy burden and weight to carry but we have to know that this part of the game is necessary for us to understand and to learn. And we have to be prepared to face it head on to succeed in the game. Well, we didn't create the rules. We didn't create the rules. So you might not like what we're telling you. That's right. But, but you, the moral of the story is you're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, right you got to figure day. it out. You know, you got to be able to spot, you know, when these things are happening and be able to understand that there's more to it. But, but you know what, Keith, at the end of the day, I know people always say, they over there drinking, man. They That's over right. there just coming up with shit, man. Put a little they, shine on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Adding add a one, adding a zero. They talking about they was there when they was actually next door. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> what, they talking about what they done heard, not necessarily what they know. But look, at this part of the show, we kind of navigate into the receipts, right? Because we are not crazy. Secrets Village, you've gone through some of these things. You are not crazy. So, you know, today we're going to share some receipts, on the four Ps. Okay, yes. so Keith, 
We're not making this up. Not making so Keith, up. hit us with receipt number one. Yeah. So here's a receipt about pronunciation. According to Casper Academy, people with good interactive communication skills are more likely to be accepted and understood by everyone, even if they make errors in other areas. Right. Whereas people with bad pronunciation may not be understood by society, even with perfect grammar. Mm-hmm. Right. A person with good pronunciation is often looked for in order to carry out professional conversations in the workplace. Yeah. They are asked to carry out presentations and even lead a meeting. Right. This person is then given a competitive advantage over other employees at the end of the day, just because you can speak well. Yeah. Or it's perceived. Or perceived yeah, that, that you, you can, can speak, speak well. well. Right. It's mm-hmm. perceived. Right. That's you right. know, because we know we, you know, we got, we got some relatives that might throw an extra ED on some shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that hurt. <laughs> Liked it. Liked you, it. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? I know exactly what, what you're talking can't about. Can't say ask. No, it's axed. <laughs> it's you like you trying to kill me. Yeah. What you trying exactly. to do? I mean, but at the end of the day, if we're really like backing up here, that does not take away from someone's level of intelligence. Not at all. Because we know, based off of the specific and Pacific example, okay, <laughs> that it doesn't necessarily matter what you say, it's who's saying it's who's saying it. Exactly. And what they look you like. Know? That's right. So so again, look, I'm going to keep coming back to that, y'all. Okay. Yes. But receipt number two here, right? I'll add a receipt about the performative expectations. According to a Pew Research study, among black adults, 48% of those with at least a four-year college degree say they often or sometimes feel the need to code switch compared to 37% of those who do not have a college degree. Okay, code switch, meaning they got to do what it takes. That's right. To fit in. That performative act. Yeah, exactly. In addition to educational differences, age plays a role when it comes to code switching among black Americans. The younger black adults are more likely than their older counterparts to report feeling the need to switch how they express themselves when they are among people of different racial and ethnic backgrounds. This age gap is particularly apparent among black adults with college degrees. Okay, listen to this number. Mm -hmm. 53% of black college graduates under the age of 50 say they often or sometimes change how they express themselves around people with different racial and ethnic backgrounds compared with 38% of black college graduates ages 50 and older. Okay, y'all, you playing dirty. 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 Okay, all right. So he playing dirty. So so just for just for the listeners. Just for the listeners. Just for the listeners. Just for the listeners. We got my nephew in here over here helping us out today, right? That's right. And he you ain't supposed to laugh at that nephew. Yeah, yeah, you supposed to laugh at that. I am older, so I'll just I'll, I'll much that. older. It is not even much. Don't even try that. Covered I wagon, look. covered wagon, older. Don't even try. They that. was looking for gold. You we the one from going. Oklahoma? So <laughs> okay, don't try right, it. So, okay. right, we can stop. Okay, now. Hey, okay. he ain't below the belt. He ain't below the belt. This some shit rooted in some other shit right <laughs> here, y'all. Hold on. All right, we done. We done. We okay, done. I give We're up. Done. The white flag. White, white flag. Receipt number three. And that perfection expectation is also real. Mm-hmm. Professors at Harvard conducted a study to look at the difference in performance ratings with companies that had like a system where you both self-reported, you know, you self-evaluated yourselves, and then the manager also evaluated you, right? And they did a study where 
they didn't share the employee self ratings before the manager had a chance to see it, just to see if there was a bias in terms of looking at the mm-hmm. self-reported ratings versus not looking at them before the manager actually came up with their ratings, right? And the studies show that while white women and even more so women of color, they actually assign themselves lower self-ratings mm-hmm. than their respective male counterparts, not surprising, managers actually closed the gap in their ratings with white women, even when the self-ratings were shared. But they did not do so for women of color. But instead, they actually made the rating worse. (laughs) (sighs) Leaving female female employees of color with the worst final overall ratings across the organization. Go figure. Right? (laughs) So, in addition... You know, when managers, they basically use their previous year's ratings when available, when those self ratings weren't shared as a basis mm-hmm. for creating the rating that they assign for the current year. Yeah. So it becomes that whole conversation that we've talked about, about the narrative. Mm-hmm. It's like once you get pegged with a performance rating, it stays with you for a long ass time. That's a forever document. It's a forever thing. Yeah. And that narrative just keeps building on itself. So it's hard once it's anchored to like get out of it. And, and, <laughs> and again, we talk about not to bring up controversial stuff per se, but we talk about Malcolm X talking about the sister, the black woman being the most disrespected woman on the planet. Yep. This is a perfect example perfect of when we example. start talking about performance. Yes. How that sticks with you. It sticks with you. You, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like. Regardless. That's right. That's right. And the interesting thing, the part about this study is that they decided to look at new employees coming into the company mm-hmm. and that whole thing went away. So it's like the gap. Mm-hmm. It was like if you didn't have a performance rating already in the system, managers were much more objective about, mm-hmm. you know, talking about your performance than if you already had a performance rating in the system. Yeah. If you already had some historical factors. Yes. You know, and then that's right. That was going to. And it, you never you never shook it as mm-hmm. a person of color mm-hmm. and especially a woman of color. Mm. OK, I'm on. I'm trying not to get mad. Right. OK, I'm trying not to get mad, but <laughs> it is what it is over here. But look, but look, again, we always talk about we we, we give folks the receipts mm-hmm. that, that, that prove to you that you're not crazy. There is a reason why we're talking about this. But this is the part of the show when we start to kind of go into solutions. Mm-hmm. And today, in terms of our secrets, we will provide three secrets on how to overcome the shadow of the four Ps. Yep. So secret number one is show up and show out. Secret number two was find connection points with your colleagues. Secret number three is control your narrative. We speak about some of these things all the time, but we're going to hone in on them. So, Keith, talk to us about secret number one. Yes, that's secret number one, show up and show out. Again, we didn't write the rules, but you're going to have to follow these rules and until we find a way to upend them. And part of what we do is trying to upend the rules. Yeah, that, that, yeah. That's what we all about, right? That's why but, we're not too popular. That's why. In, in, certain, in certain sections. To be honest with you. Like, I mean, the it's game, like, yeah. the, 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 like when you think about society, the game is just like healthcare. Yeah. Like where the game is not in the cure. No. Like they don't want everybody to be cured. Right. Okay, because if everybody is cured, there's no profit. Exactly. Exactly. And here it is, is we don't want everybody to know the secrets to getting paid. 
because not everybody going to demand to get paid. Exactly. You know, people are going to stop being happy just to have the job. Exactly. And happy to be to, to get whatever it is that you give them. Exactly. So we kind of like rebels over here. The, the, the revolution is being televised. <laughs> it's being televised. That's right. But in the meantime, you're going to have to play by the rules, too. Yes. Right. And you got to do both. Mm-hmm. Both and at the end of the day. So you're going to have to keep your stuff tight at the end of the day. Yeah. That's just the way it's going to be. But while you have that opportunity, kill that presentation. The next time you have that opportunity to have a presentation, enunciate your ass off, right? right. right? Slow it down. On <laughs> Slow it yeah. down. Make sure that that pronunciation is right. Check your slides like three, four, five mm-hmm. times. Make sure you ain't got no spelling and grammar errors in them. Show up early. Yep. <laughs> Don't be late. Don't give them another reason to hold it against you. you know, and at the end of the day, just have a good time because it's so important to just be comfortable. Show that you own your shit. Yeah, look, <laughs> I, I, I would get mad at, at, at my mom. Like, like Sandra K would make me, before I would go out and play, she would make me look up 10, 15 words. And it had to be new words in the dictionary before I could go out there and play. Okay, and I would man, look, I understand when you hear the words indubitably and stuff like that. Man, I'd be trying to find the the, the best word. That. Hey, don't. Like, look, I've been drinking, but I know some shit. Okay, I would be looking up words like altruistic. You all know, right. all kinds of things like that. But like, this is what we're talking about: is when you get your opportunity to show up and show out, you got to take advantage. Got to take of advantage, of right? It. I mean, it's like it. that's right. At the Do end your of the thing. day. Make them question, make them look your shit up and say, oh, oh, okay. Uh, I didn't know that. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't know that. Look, secret number two, find connection points with your colleagues. I mean, we know this can be hard and even tiring, time consuming, all the above. Because I, I already know at the end of the day, you just want to sometimes just go to work and come home. You just want to do right. your job, right. right? But we know you're getting judged. Yes. You know, you as are. to whether or not they accept you whether or not you a team player, mm-hmm. like a all of these things. Yeah, exactly. A good fit, because we use that word. That's right. But you're going to have to find some points of commonality with your colleagues in order to move up the ladder. Like we talked about- The golf and the yeah, beer. Yeah, we talked about the brown liquor. You know, That's when you right. talk about Hennessy, we talk about some of that other stuff. No, the good bourbon. Yeah, oh, we're talking about Armagnac. Right. You know what I'm saying? We're talking about <laughs> stuff like that. Okay, some stuff that like, they ain't going to have at the corner liquor. Is that the grown-up version of yeah, Semilac? Yeah, they know. <laughs> no, this, this is some, this is some expensive. Yes, they they going to have this as, like we like to say, the LIQ. They ain't going to okay. have this at the liquor store. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to go to like beverages and more. Okay. You're going to have to go to like, you're going to have to go to them th- them other stores. You're going to have to, to get, join a club. You're you going to have to get, they're going to send this to you. You That's know what right. I'm saying? Yes. Like, but again, it's important for you to find that commonality in terms for, for you to move up the ladder. It could be sports. It could be cooking. It could be wine. It could be music. You know, white folks love some 90s hip hop now. They you sure know what do. I'm saying? Like, they sure do. They lose their mind when that yeah. stuff come on. Put on some Missy. Yeah, yeah. Hey, they, if you say Kendrick Lamar, you say something like, they may not know that, but they damn sure gonna know MC Hammer. That's right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you know, like, you you can say you can say the hardest stuff you want in, in like this new but if you say NWA, they might not. They might pretend like they don't want to know, mm-hmm. but they damn sure know some easy. They, they, sure they do. know some Tupac. They do. They know some Biggie. Some so biggie. I'm, That's we, right. we give y'all the cliff notes. That's right. You know when it comes to like finding that connection, we're telling you. You know That's what I'm right. saying? Like it's important to do. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have it. Otherwise, they gonna hold it against you. Act interested, laugh on your way home. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Absolutely. 
<laughs> laugh on your way home. And the, and the last secret, secret number three is to control your narrative. And we have talked about this in so, so many episodes, right? You got to control your performance so it does not control mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you. We just shared the receipt about how once you get that first meet expectation or did not meet expectation, that's going to follow you for a long yeah. time. It's yeah. going to be hard to bust out of that. Out of that yeah, but scenario. That yeah, but. You're probably yeah. going to have to leave the company and yeah. go do some other yeah. things I to mean, get yeah, out of yeah, that Keith thing, did, right? Keith, Keith did great this, this, this fiscal year. But yeah, but last semester, last uh, quarter or last mm-hmm. you know fiscal year, he was struggling. That's right. It's gonna be hard to it's get out of be, that. It's gonna yeah. be hard to get out of it. So again, you got to control your performance, and that's why you know I talk about it all the time. Yeah, you got to keep your performance progress in front of your manager all day long. Mm-hmm. Right. Every time you show up to talk to your manager, you need to be talking about what you didn't done. Is it meeting expectations or exceeding expectations? And what do I have to do to be better? Yeah. And and to that point, Keith, I mean, we talk about being able to impact in three areas when you talked about like your actual performance. We're Mm -hmm. talking about how do you impact your function of the role that your everyday job, like your department. Then we talk about how are you able to influence your division Division. that you're Mm -hmm. on. And we're talking about the matrix here. And then how can you impact the enterprise of the overall organization? Yes. If you can have some specific examples in those three areas. Yeah. There's no debating the receipts. There's no debating. There's no, no debate. That should That's not right. be a surprise. That's right. And if they're giving you a BS answer at that point, again, it's time to go. Yeah. Yeah. It's time gotta, to go. You got to take it for Wrap what you it want. Up. Yeah. Pack your luggage and leave. Yeah. Hey, so look, KP, man, look, we've been having fun, you know, in this episode, but we want to make sure that you all know that this is serious to us, right? And this is why we're talking about it. Mm-hmm. And if you like what we're talking about today, you can find these resources and more on our secrets website and actually look into those receipts. Sometimes people want to double click and be like, I don't know if that was true. That's Look right. in there. That's you know, right. it's, it's totally cool to do, and we want you to do it. We shared today a ton of things that you can find on our website, secrets.com, mm-hmm. and looking in the show notes for this episode. Look, Janelle Jack works hard as she hell does. on these. She does. Look, she does. It's like herding cats, okay? Because we know we know we ain't the quickest. You know you what I'm saying? You ain't the most punctual nah, all nah, the time. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> but, she, but, but like we say, the Lord know my heart. Janelle know our hearts. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she get it done for y'all. So again, if you want to, to be able to find out more about this particular episode and you want some information in the show notes, make sure we, we pay Janelle some respect and take a look at those. No, please do. And season six, again, hot fire. We got a lot of amazing guests and topics for you this year, all about being on code. Again, yeah. this whole episode, even though we didn't say the words, yeah. this is about being on code. So yep. for folks to understand some of those biases that are in the system for black people. Yep. If you want to be on code, you got to dismantle these four P's when you're looking at evaluating people and their performance, right? And again, Secret Village, we love you. We yeah. love you. And we're trying to blow it up this year. So make sure you tell five friends to like listen, join our LinkedIn group, write reviews on on all of the podcast platforms. Go get that gear. We're going to have some new stuff coming out for you soon. Look, Keith got on his uh, crispy ass new crispy. secrets t-shirt crispy, crispy. right now. Boy. Right. I think you might have laid that shit out the night before. Y'all. I probably that shit, did. That's blackity black. Yeah, yeah, that's blackity black. That shit is clean, boy. <laughs> that's right. you look, and look, the coin meter is spinning every day on our website. We got people sending in, you know, testimonials about how we help them. You know, we are helping people negotiate offers every single day. Uh, we, we've we helped you get 
over $8 million at this point in compensation increases. And we're probably being a little modest, you know, about that in less than three years. So we want to help get us to $50 million because our greatest joy, our greatest aspiration is being able to stick it to the man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and if we can do that by like helping the village get paid, this is the, this is the generational wealth we're talking about because when we win, like we all win, we all right? Win. Because we're talking about being on code and making sure that we all understand how this works. This is what we're talking about. And if you've been putting off like coaching, just stop it. You yes, know what I mean? Like it. just, stop just, it. just, just, just stop, just stop playing around. Save your little coin. Exactly. It's time to invest in yourself. It's nothing better than being able to invest in you and to bet on yourself and tell a friend too. Like we know we got some friends out there who need some help. Needs okay? some help. That's just right. go ahead and have that conversation. You That's know what right. I'm right. Also, if you want to help, like want help negotiating your salary as we talked about negotiating that severance agreement or revising your resume or maybe talking through your performance evaluation, like your performance evaluation or your development plan, book an hour with this. I mean, I promise you, you won't regret it. That's right. Ricky, watch this. Okay. Cause this is one thing I know for sure. Okay. What's that? We know how to pronounce <laughs> vodka and cranberry. Yes. A splash of cranberry. That's right. Because I'm trying to watch my sugar. That's right. I'm so trying we, to watch my sugar, so exactly. I'm going to put a little bit up in Whatever. What well, leads <laughs> to the second point. We have perfected uh -huh. the proportions. Oh, Lord. <laughs> right. And so we're going to stop this performance <laughs> <laughs> and be punctual. Right, right. So that's right. And fill these cups back up and get back to making some gems for y'all. He being slick. He'll right. be a slick. You see that? Yeah. You see that? Uh -huh. <laughs> that's right. So Secrets Village, we appreciate y'all. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, when we share, you transform. Peace, everybody. Take care. Thank you for listening. And we hope you enjoyed yet another episode of Secrets. If you are motivated and excited about being a part of the Secrets Village after listening to Keith and Ricky, please show these brothers some love by spreading the word to people that you know need this knowledge. Until next time, cheers. <laughs>